following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down hand of Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And it's a Wednesday here at the Star in Frisco inside the SWBC Mortgage Studios. And, yes, the Cowboys are headed out on the practice field as we speak. Bill Jones, Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips, and Everson Walls once again today as we get you set for the Patriots. Patriots week is officially underway now. Jason Garrett just completed his uh, press conference. Mickey scribbling down notes as we speak as he just walked into the studios after the Jason Garrett walk off. How are you, Mickey? <laughs> I interrupted the walk off. I left. I can. It's still going. All these years, I can read his chicken scratch across the table. So he's, what's he writing there? He's writing about a roster move that they made just now. Ah. Right? Am I right? So we got some breaking news, Mickey. Don't first off, before you get into man. that, don't steal his thunder. You're a waiter somewhere. What, what's the deal? <laughs> yeah, what's, absolutely. What's this best deal? <laughs> I'm not a waiter. Okay, what are you? I'm the dude the at the door. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. He's right. the dude at the door. The dude that's at the those, door. That's what his card says. All right. His card says dude at the door. I'm oh. a greeter. You know, people get paid for that. Is this similar way. to the overalls that you used to wear in college at Missouri? You were telling me yesterday would about you, overalls, would right? Would you tell him people wore <laughs> yeah, overalls since, back then? Was that a thing? I actually had a pair of overalls Thank you. back in the day. <laughs> See, I'm ashamed okay. to Wise say. guy. I tried to make it work, but I realized that's a white thing. No, I, I can't. I can't. Nah, no way. I can't picture Everson at overalls. No, I don't. No. Please don't. Yeah, I destroyed all pictures. But Mickey said back in the 70s he wore overalls. <laughs> I did. Right? We got to have, have a photo, man. Not ashamed of it. Everybody was wearing them. Yeah, not everybody, Mick. No, not everybody. <laughs> no, no, sorry. And I tried to explain to them what painter pants was. They didn't understand that either. I don't know that either. Okay. <laughs> That's a Midwestern thing? Or what's Maybe, going? yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, you ready for the roster move now? What roster move? Roster <laughs> move. <laughs> yeah, who's, who's Deontay Burton? You heard of him before? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, tell me more about him. Mr. Big 12. <laughs> really? Yeah. Big 12 guy, Deontay Burton. K-State? Oh, from that Big 12 North. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's that's foreign that country. Count. I figured yeah. you had it that's on one, of your, one yeah. of your notes. He sounds like there. a DB. Yeah, a cornerback, yes. Yeah, see? Yeah. Deontay Burton. Yep. It's Anthony Brown is out. Yes. He's done for the season with a torn tricep that was repaired yesterday. Hmm. So there you go. There's your roster move. He yep. was really kind of uh, already being replaced. By Jordan? Yeah. He had been well, battling some injuries here lately. Yeah, he got Jordan. replaced when he uh, uh, sprained his uh, ham- or strained his hamstring, mm-hmm. and he missed the game, and then Jordan started the next two. But this last game, he actually took some snaps uh, on the nickel in place of uh, Jordan Lewis. So they were kind of easing him back in until that happened in the – I believe it was the fourth quarter. It yeah. was in the fourth quarter when they had the rash of injuries on consecutive plays. They were falling like flies. They did split in the nickel last week, but Evans, Everson's right. I mean, I think he'd earned more snaps Jordan had before mm. 
before this injury for Brown. So, I mean, every time he's in the game, it seems like – I don't know if that's what you see too. He, yeah. It seems like he makes plays and he's around the football. They well, talked about the Jets game. They say he was – even that interception, they said he was beat – if I'm not mistaken, but, yeah, but came back. still had the ability to just turn around and look for the ball. Yep. And you'd just be surprised at how many would just fall right in your lap. You know, Just ask Heath. His, they had his head in the back of his head. So, mm-hmm. Or Larry know, Brown. in the back of the head. Yep. <laughs> you know, that's – Wow. Was, <laughs> it was a pass breakup, but it would be nice yeah, to get picked yeah, instead. Know, yeah. That's a positive yeah. pass breakup. The negative is we had to pick six. Yep. Yep. Man. But Anthony Brown – and, in fact, I've got the snap counts here from the last several weeks. Anthony Brown had 12 snaps uh, against Detroit, while Jordan Lewis had 31 snaps. The previous week against Minnesota, Jordan had 20 snaps. Brown had five – uh, right, and one, dime. and, and in the right in the Giants game, uh, it was fifty-one snaps for Jordan Lewis, five mm-hmm. for Brown, and in the and back in the Jets game, nineteen snaps for Brown. That's a pattern. Yep, <laughs> that's definitely a pattern. And then had thirty-seven for Jordan Lewis. So, which game did he miss? Uh, Would have been the Philly game, the Eagles game. So, all right. So there's so your those breaking games, news. Those games, yeah. So he was he was battling an injury, but Jordan Lewis has earned the playing time he too. Has. Yeah. Uh, let's just call it what it is. He's uh, more of a playmaker, mm-hmm. and that's we just need more of those. Uh, you know, it's a shame that Heath was uh, leading interceptor the last couple of years with maybe four or mm-hmm. two or three. Well, mm-hmm. four. I'm talking a couple of years. Oh, yeah. 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 Total. Yeah. Couple of years. You're right. Total. Well, right. What Everson so, would get in a month. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're trying to say is. Uh, <laughs> You know, we need turnover-minded defensive backs. Well, there's a the reason that Jordan Lewis was a third-round draft pick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's, he's fast. He's, I really mm-hmm. like his athletic ability. I didn't know he was so short. You know, I, yep. I just didn't realize that because he plays big. To Which me. may have been a reason he was a third-round draft pick, not a second-round draft big. pick. He plays no, big. No, he was a third-round draft pick because, remember, he had I know, he had an off-the-field deal. Yes. Yep, that got resolved. No, resolved, but, but not until after the right, draft. Right. But you're right, and we've talked about it. Chris Richard likes those rangy type DBs, but you know there comes a point in time where you can't keep a guy off the field if yeah. he's going to make plays every time he's out there. And he does play big, and he plays with some competitiveness that I think they really like. Plays with an edge. He does play with an edge. Well, we'll and, see how he does against uh, some guy named Edelman this hmm, week. Interesting. you got to give him help. you right? got to give him help. That's just all of this to it. Edelman is a favorite target. You know, let's not be naive. And it's just like when the uh, Vikings came in uh, into Cowboy Stadium, their whole mindset was, Elliot's not going to beat us. We're going to make Dak beat us. Elliot is not going to beat us. And I'm just wondering why we didn't have that same mindset. Because they talked about how these teams were mirror images. Mm-hmm. And Kirk Cousins, I still think Dak is much better than Kirk Cousins. But Kirk Cousins is having a great second half of the, of, of the year so mm-hmm. far. And uh, let's make him beat us. You know, let's not let Cook run all over the place. Let's just stack the line just like they did. Right. If you don't physically stack it pre-snap, then we know by the time that ball is snapped, everyone is looking at number 21 or, in, in Cowboys' case, number 33. So looking at the Patriots, then what do you got to take away? You got to take away Edelman. You just have to. And in certain situations, we know he's going to be the primary on third downs. We just I, know I, that. We watched a little bit of the game on the, on the flight back. We were working, but – he didn't throw the ball to anybody else, but the it seemed like the running backs. It's been that and way for several weeks well, now. Well, well that a, is go, go ahead. Go ahead no, no, well, go ahead. Well, it's always been kind of part of their game. The screen game with the backs. They use Edelman in screens. They just they try to move him around, move him everywhere, and but he is the guy. 
I mean, he's the, especially because they've had so much turnover at their wide receiver position. I mean, they trade for Sanu last that, month. That's, that's Brady's guy. That's yeah. his comfort zone. And I would imagine they're going to the backs a lot because, as I was going to say, they're gonna, everyone's doubling Edelman. And so Brady's no fool. This is my counter. So I'm going to go to the backs. Uh, I don't know much about the tight end. I don't know if he's oh, well, they're still using Watson, right? Well, he was gone for no, seven he came weeks back. and then came yeah, back. He came back. They right. pretty yeah. well. I think that was a couple of weeks ago. He yeah, had a really good game. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But the other wide receivers were kind of non-entities in the game against the Eagles. Now, let's just face it. Brady is not where he was. You know, he's not that guy that we feared. We know that he can be that guy. We don't want to wake him up at this point. Uh, that's why the defense is so prevalent for them. Yeah, right. he's he's living off of them. I mean, big time. Ever since the Super Bowl, Brady just hadn't been the guy putting up the big numbers. Now he's made key plays like Aaron Rodgers. You can be still that guy in certain situations, but you have to be in position to make that final push. That means your defense has to help you out. That means your running game has to be strong. That means your kicking game has to be sure. These are the things that make up a good team. That's what. I'm hoping the Cowboys are trying to get there. Okay, I've been monitoring the Patriots all season. Okay, got my little notebook here. It's a big <laughs> notebook. Okay, guess how many wide receivers that they have had on their roster since training camp? Since training camp began. I mean, these are guys. Uh, right. I, I'm not, no, I'm not complete. Not, not the undrafted guys. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. talking guys that have well, previous experience in the NFL. I mean, these are legitimate guys that since training camp have been, that are 53 man roster type since guys. Training camp. Okay. Since I'm, training camp? Yeah. 15? They got, did you look at my notebook? <laughs> I did not look at your notebook. <laughs> 15? <laughs> he nailed it. Man, uh, yeah, 15. 15. <laughs> All right. Edelman, Demarius Thomas, Mohamed Sanu, Philip Dorsett, Maurice Harris, Antonio Brown. I mean, I'm including Matthew Slater in yeah. that, although he's not really. He's a special yeah. teams guy. Braxton Berrios, Jacoby Myers, Josh Gordon, Nikhil Harry, who they just got back off injured reserve, Dontrell Inman, Gunnar Olszewski, who they just put on IR, oh, yeah. Cameron Meredith. There's 15 <laughs> guys there. Now, how many tight ends as they, re- as they try to figure out a way to replace Gronk mm. in this offense? All right, you guys take that one. How many tight ends? Ends, oh, do you no. think? You got, I'll I'm go gonna recount. six. Four. I was going to say eight. Might be. All ten. I know, ten? Ten, oh, ten tight what? ends. All I know is they've got 17 guys that have caught passes. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd had that stack because I wrote about it yesterday. I, I mentioned that. But that's okay. So that's ten tight ends, twenty-five and, different guys, receivers, and, so, and, and tight ends. Ben Watson was on their roster. I think he started the season on pup. Let me see. I check my notes here, and then he was released October seventh, and then he comes back. Had an emotional release. Okay, he thought he was done with football. And well, Belichick brings him back two two weeks later, and now he's just basically their their top tight end. I mean, he they're going <laughs> through these tight ends well, like. And that is the greatness of Brady in a way, in that they've cycled through guys throughout mm-hmm. the last 20 he's, years. He's, he's frustrated well, right he now. Well, he is, and yeah. part of it is the turnover they've had for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and like Everson said, his numbers are down. Man, the media is just kind of burying him a little bit yeah. this week. Yeah, they're, they're, mean, already, they're already burying him. He's already, mean, that's that's because he was after the game. He gave Ceremonies very already being yeah. prepared. <laughs> he gave very short answers in his post game after the game, uh, which was a win in Philadelphia. But mm-hmm. the offense isn't doing what normally it does, and uh, he's very frustrated. It, he can you can tell that's a red well, flag. When to you me. when you start looking at those uh, receivers that he has now, you look at Sanu, you look at Dorsett. They, those are formidable guys. Mm-hmm. I guys, like this. They Nikhil can Harry, make play. 
rookies. They're rookie they first round. Well, he'd been yeah. hurt, right? Yeah, he'd been he hurt. Just got back. He just got back. In fact, this past week he was back for the first time um, this season. So, well, having said all that, the two teams have scored the exact same amount of touchdowns. Hmm. Although they have Bears six returns yes. for touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> so six of their 34 are, are returns. Are those all defensive returns, fumble returns, they pick sixes, or are there some kick returns in there? I think four defensive touchdowns, right? Okay. So maybe a couple kick returns. They're right at the top of the league in that. Yeah, they're one tick above the Cowboys in points per game, but we talked about it last week, and Everson's just spoke to it. They're, they're starting drives really deep in, in opposing territory. He's getting all the help he needs, and I think that's part of why he's frustrated is they're still not producing a lot of points. That's, that's a big thing. They're, and as you can imagine, with 28 takeaways, their starting field position is number one in the league. Number one in the league, and the Cowboys is down at the bottom of the barrel. Well, it helps Dak uh, pile up some numbers. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and just like, okay, what's that's good? why That's why yeah. the Cowboys lead the league in total today. yards because they got farther to go. There's more real estate to cover for the Cowboys. The only number you need to know with them is they're giving up 10.8 points a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just but they're – Stop it right there. There are, But there's a lot of people listening right now who are saying, Mickey, stop it right there. Look at who they played. Interesting. I guess Interesting. the Eagles in Baltimore don't count. They gave up a bunch of They gave of up to 37 yeah. to Baltimore. Yeah, they do count. They, kind of yeah. they, they would have been count. a single yeah. digit. That's right. That's interesting. Everyone talked about the Cowboys early on, and they really harped on it, especially when we showed, uh, you know, the proof was in the pudding. We showed that when we played against better teams, we didn't produce as well, and we obviously lost to the Jets. So everyone put their, their hat on that as far as the Cowboys. Nobody talked about yeah. just how New England's schedule was just as weak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the AFC East is just as bad as the NFC East. I don't mm-hmm. know what, what's Pittsburgh's record. Well, it's a losing record, right? It's well, losing. No, they're right around 500 now. Yeah. 500 now. Yeah. But, so, uh, so if you want to know, they beat Miami, the Jets, Buffalo, Washington, Giants, the Jets, Cleveland, and then they lost to Baltimore and beat Philadelphia. Pittsburgh is five and five, by the way. Five and five hundred. Okay. Well, they get the benefit of the doubt because they're the Patriots. But when you look at the schedule, it's the same type thing, right? I mean, they haven't played a ton of really good teams. Really, not many at all. So mm-hmm. Philly's a good team. My theory about the AFC East uh, holds still. It does. And the good teams they played. <laughs> Rob doesn't like don't, it. Don't but. start with me on that. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I just. I mean, he's. He kind of minimizes their titles a little bit. No, I, mean, I didn't. Yeah, I just yeah, said they get 6-0 and usually. Maybe because they've got the GOAT and the GOAT. they got the guy in the sideline and they got the guy at quarterback. Which know? is why the rest of the AFC East is so bad. they got to play New England twice every year. Twice. Yeah. yeah. That's two losses right there. I, I think we, we're, we're all a little hesitant in just really, you know, playing the, playing the horn on these guys. You know how you, you, you play them on into the grave. We're, we're a little hesitant because of the goat and the goat. Yeah, I mean, you, right? You, you're always thinking uh, we don't want to be the ones to wake them up. We we don't want to be the ones to well, okay, this is the game where they hit their stride. We don't want to say <laughs> that they marked the Cowboys on the calendar and said, okay, this is where we started to march to the Super Bowl. We don't want to be that team. Yep. All right. So I'm looking at the team. The, the, Teams they've played, and right now, if you look at the records of those teams they've played right now, there are two 
that have winning records, I believe. Buffalo, and they won that game 16-10. to And Baltimore. And Baltimore, and they lost that game, what was it, 37 Was Buffalo at home yeah. or on the road? Buffalo is at Buffalo. Mm, they beat them on the road. Yeah. And they've got uh, two 5-5 five and five teams in the season opener against Pittsburgh. They won 33-3. to And then last week against the Eagles, who are now 5-5, five and five, they won 17-10. to uh, So, there you go. Well, see, the NFC, right, I'm sorry, the uh, NFL, Right now, you just might as well call it parody. You just might as well. You can't – even the teams that win, maybe on a consistent basis, there are still some very dicey games within that streak to where you go, man, that could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. So, to me – Detroit. Like, yeah. Detroit, they've played ten games now, and nine of them have been decided by a touchdown or less. Wow. Well, during the game, the Lions game on Sunday, on Twitter, everybody's freaking out because the Vikings are getting blown out by Denver, who's yeah. not a good team at all. They come mm-hmm. back and win, but you're right. That's I tweeted that. That's this league. I mean, I don't know if there's a great team this year. The Patriots have a great defense. The margin between good and average is a couple plays a that's game true. sometimes. That is scary. Average and bad. And that's why I think maybe we overreact a little bit too much when they lose to a team like the Vikings. Although there are things they could have done better coaching-wise, execution-wise, all those things. How about losing to the Jets and then the next week uh, New England beats them 33 to nothing? Yeah, that was that's because Belichick was like, "This is not happening tonight." <laughs> that's <laughs> thank you, Cowboys, yeah. <laughs> for, for allowing me to be that's very Chris. focused on this next team coming uh-huh. out there. And they had some ghosts in the secondary <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. So, mm. all right, we talk about ghosts. We talk about much more. The New England Patriots this week when talking Cowboys continues in a moment. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Ready? Okay. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. What's that spell? So, so. Are we going to win? Not if we play like we cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right. News and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa. Open Dallas. Cowboys. 
I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Back to Talking Cowboys. Talking Cowboys continues here. <laughs> Christmas at the Stars starts on Friday as the Cowboys host the third annual event. Presented by Albertsons and Tom Thumb from Friday through December 21st. Taking place at the Star in Frisco. Enjoy free family-friendly events throughout the holiday season, including the Christmas Spectacular presented by Albertsons and Tom Thumb and the opportunity to take a photo with Santa Claus and Mickey Spagnola. For more information, visit thestarinfrisco.com. Thank you. Mickey, you want to take a trip down memory lane now? I thought I'd give you a little history lesson here on the Dallas Cowboys versus the the New England Patriots, uh, the Cowboys have lost the last five times they've played the Patriots. Three of those uh, were in New England. Last time they beat them was 1996 uh, at Texas Stadium. Wiped them out 12-6, to by the way, <laughs> if you can believe that. But the last time they beat them, we have to go back to 1987. Wow. November 15th. The Cowboys won the game in overtime, 23-17. Oh, look, look you here. We've got actual footage of this. Is Herschel Walker's 60-yard touchdown run on the fourth play of overtime? Oh, he gone. And he just smoked everybody. And <laughs> I found this. Is he gone? I found this quote. <laughs> Raymond Claiborne uh, almost caught him. Claiborne. Ran out of time. After the game, Boom. Danny White said, "I." St- he said, all I saw was blue flame. It looked like the ground was smoking. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how about this? The play call was slant 26 Sarah, whatever that means. And Everson Walls was playing in that game for the Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboys. Uh, that they ended up tying the game on a Roger Ruzik field goal. Roger Ruzik. You had oh to kick God. it from the three. From it was, The ball was at the three-yard line, so it was a 20-yard field goal and the 28 seconds left to tie it up. The Patriots were being quarterback that day. Steve Grogan was hurt. Anybody want to guess who the quarterback mm. was? Some guy named Tom Ramsey. Tom Ramsey, yeah. Yes. I don't even remember that. And I played in a game. And you played I against him, right? I knocked one of his passes. I Probably <laughs> did, right? They only scored 17 yeah. points. Uh, and that was kind of the changing of the guard for the Cowboys at running back because Tony got hurt in that game, a shoulder. He only had six uh, carries. Uh, Walker went 28 for 173 and 232 total yards mm-hmm. in the game. And I think that was the turning point because Herschel took offer took over, and then they traded Tony in the offseason to Denver. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah. I thought that was extremely unnecessary. You just don't get rid of a guy like Dorsett, especially back then. But he you know, kind of wanted out, these though, days, didn't he? Yeah, but you, they, he kind of wanted out because they treated him like crap. Right. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. you know, that's cause and effect. I mean, they, that's the reason he wanted out because the treatment of him, they brought Herschel in in the first place. That was almost like a slap on the face to Dorsett. Right. Uh, he had always had a rocky, well, I guess we all had rocky relationships with the organization itself. But, you know, they saw that they thought he was over the hill. And if I recall, he goes to Denver. 
uh, and gets 1,000 yards. Dorsett, he goes to Denver and has a thousand yards. It was close. Season. I think we just did something on him. I it was. It wasn't it was a like, thousand. Was it a thousand? This is I thought post it was knee surgery. Yeah. And almost all of his runs were inside between the tackles. So it just lets you know. To me, I thought that was his best year because it showed something that at that age, and I'm pretty sure he was over thirty plus years old. Oh yeah. He uh-huh. was able to make a change in his. Style, yeah. And it was effective for him. Denver was – they were so proud of the year that he had for the Broncos that year. I I was proud of him too. You'll you'll laugh about this. So in 88, uh, the Times-Herald sent me to Denver to do a story on Tony Dorsett uh, before the season started. And they were treating him like a god Yes, they were. The advertisement, they wanted him to write a diary. He he was doing all these promotions. As a matter of fact, a – uh, automobile dealership uh, did a contest, and you had to guess how many carries he <laughs> needed to get to pass Jim Brown to go second all time, right. rushing behind Walter Payton. Mm-hmm. And he did it like the I don't know fourth or fifth game. And if people keep an eye on it, we've done a legend show on it. And uh, he he moved into second place and ended up running out of bounds. And they were supposed to stop the game, give him a ball or whatever. All he did was return back to the huddle. Nothing, nothing. Mm. There was That's nothing, old school. Nothing That's made old of school. it, right? Yeah. As opposed to Drew Brees, when he gets his yard, <laughs> yeah. we had to have a homecoming celebration. <laughs> the family Yeah, out. the family came out. A podium, uh-huh. I believe, sure, the was rolled out on the field. Right. Uh-huh. Balloons. Right. Give me a break, man. Okay? That's why I sound like this old curmudgeon, get off my lawn. You know what I'm saying? So the funny thing is when (laughs) I – It was was like a Super Bowl celebration because Joe Tessitore was calling it in the booth for Monday Night Football. So when I – My old intern. I had had the interview set up with Dorsett after practice, and all of a sudden he comes out late. Imagine that, right? (laughs) And uh, he goes, oh. He goes, I got to go to the airport. I go, you got to go to the airport? He goes, yeah. He goes, "Uh, I got to go pick up Ron Springs. At the airport. Wow. And I said, okay. He goes, yeah, and I don't think I'm coming back. He goes, but if you want, you could ride with me, and we could talk in the car while I'm driving. Oh, uh, be careful. He's going to door set and ride together with you, man. <laughs> well, That's scary here's, stuff, bro. But here's the bottom line. So I said, okay, that sounds good, right? So it, we jump in the car, and I look around, and it's a two-seater. <laughs> And he goes, yeah, I can take you there, but I can't bring you back. <laughs> what kind of assist is that? <laughs> but we had a great interview, yeah. and uh, he was driving like he was running, by the way. Right, right. In and out yeah. and on colors. the shoulder. That's because he, he got that colors. great yeah. vision. Yeah. 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 He's going to hit it. Yeah. And then we got to the airport, and Ron was on the curb, and he gets in, and I get out, and I found a taxi. Wow. And it wasn't that far That's back. Cool. It's funny. I, I do remember Tony talking about uh, in interviews about his vision, and he would practice his vision. In tra- he said that he yeah, would practice me in the traffic. Wow. I, I remember specifically interviewing him back, that, maybe in training camp back in the 80s, whatever, and he'd say, yeah, I practice my vision when I'm driving down the highway. So he must have a vet. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, and guess what else I found? I forgot to hold this up. Here was my sidebar on Herschel's run against the Patriots. Blue flame. Wow. You know, I, I my best friend uh, threw that block. Uh, Thornton Chandler always mm. brags about throwing that block on that linebacker. And, and as I was looking at it, 
boy, he blocked that guy all the way to the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, we, we we had a lot of fun in that game. I was a cheerleader that game. Oh, were you? When we got to the uh, – <laughs> I was, man. I, for some reason, it just so many things happened. Of course, with it ended with Herschel. I'm over there dapping down all the Cowboy fans in the end zone. And then you got, got out of there. Yeah, you know? I got, it got a little yeah. dangerous. They started hitting me on the head. Yeah. They started hitting me back. <laughs> so um, I ended up uh, uh, watching uh, Mike Renfro. It was a fourth and twelve, if I'm not mistaken, and I know you fourth guys might have fourth and thirteen. Fourth and thirteen. That's very good. Thank you, sir. From I'm the thirty, you. and Mike Renfro was going against Lepet, number forty-two, and for some reason the defensive back is fourth down. Okay, he he bites on a ten-yard move. It's fourth and thirteen. Yeah. He bites on a ten-yard move, and Renfro put him to sleep. And all I remember was the ball. I was standing on the sideline, and the ball. Danny threw the ball down the sidelines because Fro was open, and I, it was coming right at me. And I was like, "Wow, that's such a pretty pass!" <laughs> <laughs> you know? and, and I look up, and then here comes Renfro, the slowest white dude you ever. When I say slow and white, that's that means that he's really slow. <laughs> and so he's coming down, and he's just he's looking like a gazelle. And here comes the ball. Here he is, and it was beautiful. He caught it right next to me. And he slid out of bounds, and I remember waving my towel like I was uh, mail car. You know what I mean? I'm waving like I'm with the with the Boston Celtics. Mail car. And man, I was so happy they called me out on the film because I was just I had never been that emotional during the game. I don't know why I wanted to beat the Patriots so bad. I guess I hate their fans. Those guys, they scared me sometimes. It was a 43 yard completion. Beautiful. Just one of the prettiest passes Danny White has ever thrown, including the Drew Pearson pass in San Francisco. Right. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. So 32 years ago was the last time the Cowboys beat the Patriots. It's in, almost in, in, in New England. In New or, England. In, and they yeah. don't play right. all that exactly. often. No. But That's still. the other thing. Brady hasn't played here, but once. He played once, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's been like 07. at Texas Stadium. Yeah, it was 07. Both I remember teams, that Both I think, game. were undefeated at the time, and yeah. Pat's kind of handed it to them. But, yeah. And, and 11, I think the last time we were there. To cover that game, Wasn't that? Cowboys had that game won. They sure did. And they sure Brady, did. we were on the sideline. Brady diced them up down the field that's with Welker. And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. No matter how much you hold them down, the great ones, the Rodgers, you know, the Bradys, they're the ones that they find it in them. Because right now, I'm in situational ball. And this is what I this is this is really where I thrive. Kind of like Dak a little bit, to where when he gets in that two minute, you don't know what's gonna happen when he gets in red zone. But you know that he's going to get you down the field and give you a chance. And that's, that's Brady the whole time, his whole career. And that game up there was in the old stadium, Foxborough Stadium. Hmm. Uh, and I did got you... a Foxborough story for you. Well, what's that? Rookie year. Rookie year. I'm not even starting yet. And we're going to the stadium. They got the one road in, one road out. Yes. The fans held us up. We were late for Monday night game. <laughs> we were. Pickup truck guys. Some pickup truck guys. I'm a rookie, man. I'm still 21 years old. I'm like, I heard of Boston as a black man. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I never took my helmet off during the entire game. So on the way there, they see Tom Landry. They know it's our bus. He's sitting right there, freaking hat on. They, we're riding in. Uh, they see us. They start yelling. They start holding us up. And then as soon as the, the chaperone, the, the cops, the escorts, would get off the, their bikes to say, hey, guys, what's going on? They pull off. And we get back on our bikes, and we get in the bus. We pull up. They stop again. We did this the entire way into the game. We were late for Monday night football <laughs> because of the fans at Foxborough Stadium. 
And that stadium wasn't very big, no. as I remember. No. It was like a good one double A football. It looked like stadium. Yale, the, the Yale Bowl, like like if you were at Yale or something like yeah. that. About as big as a Yale Bowl. I yeah. Yale. Yeah, it was uh, it was a ways. We kicked their butts, by the way. Dorsett <laughs> <laughs> had like a hundred plus, and Claiborne was chasing him to the end zone as well. So. Which is the funny thing, because if you look, and Bill's got it right there. How many times in a row did the Cowboys beat him before the one, Patriots? two, three, four, five, six, seven times? First seven times they played him. Yes, yep. And how many times has New England Day, won? I would call. Right, we lost to him on Thanksgiving Day, Texas Stadium. Would have been in eighty four. Mm hmm. Craig James, of all people. No, wait a second. 84, was, I'm not sure if it was Thanksgiving, November 22nd, mm-hmm. 84, Dallas won, November 15th. So it would have been... Week before? Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. Because Dallas won that game. Yeah, Craig James beat us one game. I was so mad. He was my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> was he really? Yeah, he lived right behind me. Yeah. <laughs> so the Cowboys won the first seven meetings, and New England has won... The five meetings since then. Yep. Okay. That thing brings us to Sunday, Mm. another trip up to the Northeast. And we continue on Talking Cowboys in a moment. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Ready? Okay. Give Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. What's that spell? So-so. Are we going to win? Not if we play like we cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting Essilor US Essilor. See more, do more. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say... It's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to Talking Cowboys. Mickey is ill prepared for his read. He's been I sitting am. here talking. He's admiring his clip from 32 years ago. <laughs> but if he you wrote, go to Jack Black, God, you can reporter. grab him while you can. <laughs> limited qualities, limited time. You can get the Pit Boss Duo. You get the antiperspirant deodorant along with the. <laughs> Come on. Maximum sweat Security. control. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's time for you to get uh, yeah. committed. I'll, 
all over wipes. Excuse me. I wasn't prepared. So you can shop now by going to... You want a mulligan? You want to try again? Getjackblack.com. That's the worst read you've ever had. You never, you never just stopped before. Well, see, here's what happened. When I printed it out, it printed it like it mm-hmm. broke it up. Hmm. So don't forget the Pit Boss duo. <laughs> you've lost your energy on this read. <laughs> Oh, was it, were we continuing the same? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Thought that was a totally thought, different. We moved on to something yeah. else. Another problem. We're done. Okay. My All goodness. Right. We'll see. Yes, Tune in again are. tomorrow to see if Mickey still does the reads for Jack Black. They love me. I, I can understand okay. why. Yep. 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 So I look at the bar. attention they get. The uh, bar is pretty low, right. I guess. So <laughs> na- next time we're going to have to include uh, Everson on, on the Christmas gift list. If they love you, dude. They gotta love me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you look at this uh, New England Patriot, the matchup against the Patriots. Let's turn it over to offense versus defense. Number one defense in the National Football League. What do the Cowboys need to do offensively? Well, I was going to ask Everson if he had ever seen Belichick in your days with him or Parcells play defense the way they are with all these linebackers around the line of scrimmage and really only two down defensive linemen most of the time. And I saw a lot of times on nickel, it was one down defensive lineman and he's got linebackers all scattered around like it's a fire drill. Or they're blitzing. Yeah, it's, it's very, uh, very familiar. Uh, of course, it reminds me of the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl 25, we're going against Jim Kelly and, and uh, Thurman Thomas, and they were going no huddle. So it's almost like when Rodgers tries to catch you with the, with the personnel that you want. Well, we, we were stuck with a particular personnel that we were going to live with. We're gonna, it was just like uh, uh, with what the Vikings did to the Cowboys, just the opposite. We wanted to make uh, Jim Kelly, I'm sorry, we wanted to make Thurman Thomas beat us because Jim Kelly was such a quick striker. So we didn't want that game to get out of hand. What we're going to do, we're going to play all pass. We had one nose guard in the game pretty much the entire time unless it was short yardage. So, yeah, Belichick is always <laughs> – he's always had this thing for this, this personnel. He's always wanted to do it. And Super Bowl twenty-five was his first opportunity to use that particular personnel and that particular idea about how to play defense in this particular game, who we're going to target. So – you know, it's no telling what you might see from Belichick because in, in uh, 1990, we were the number one defense in the league, and we changed everything for the Super Bowl. Really? Everything. We were the number one defense in the NFL, and when it came to playing against the, the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl, biggest game of the year, we changed everything. And that's one of the few times where you catch a coach who's amazing at what he does – and chose to change his entire philosophy for one team and be successful at doing it. And now that's pretty much his staple. He likes to play with a bunch of linebackers. You know, a- a- that's his thing, athletic, athletic linebackers. We Hybrid had, guys. We had yeah. Pepper. We mm-hmm. had Carl Banks. We had Lawrence Taylor, Gary Reason. And I know I'm saying this sounds weird. Steve Diossi. <laughs> you know, rangy Steve Diossi uh-huh. built like an icebox. You know, but uh, what, what he was good at was – we were big. They were big, so they would close that bubble. You saw how Minnesota was getting those offensive linemen. They were attacking Smith down the field, Van Der Esch. They were cutting them at their feet. 
Pepper and Diasi would close that bubble, and they would hit them as if they were defensive linemen with a two-yard start. And that bubble was closed. That's why we were so good and effective against the run. I mean, the linebackers they got now, Van Noy, Collins, Hightower, they can rush. They've got a lot of sacks combined. They can mm-hmm. they can cover. And you see a lot of these zero basically cover zero because they got so much faith in their secondary. I mean, they got Pro Bowl guys in the secondary. It's really unique, but it's really effective. You know, look at their front seven and compare it to any other uh, team in the league as far as the number of players that they have in their front seven. It's a very limited number. I mean, I'm, I've got their their front seven. These are defensive linemen and linebackers. I count 13 guys for seven <laughs> positions on the team. The Cowboys have like 17 front seven guys. It's okay? a big reason why Michael Bennett's here, because they didn't really have a spot yeah, for him yeah, right. as much as these linebackers. Because they, those are hybrid guys, and you, you mentioned Hightower, Van Noy, John Simons, yeah. another one, Jamie Collins, who can rush or they can play in, in coverage. And what it does, it, it then creates an, an oper- the roster position where they can keep four guys that are basically just special teams guys. Matthew Slater and uh, Justin Bethel they just picked up, who's one of the top special teams guys in the league. And so they, they, it, it's amazing. We'll get into this later in the week. The, the way they have put their roster together and how Belichick and that organization has figured out how to maximize their resources in a salary cap era in the NFL. And, and still be strong in right. all facets of the game, mm-hmm. all three facets of the game. That's what's important. And yeah. you know what? In the way they play it, me with my pea brain, they'd suck me probably right into it, but it looks like you should run the ball against them. You got these 250 pound guys lining up on the line of scrimmage. I got 320 pound offensive tackles. Let's go hit their skinny butts, mm-hmm. right? But somehow, <laughs> same thing, Philadelphia make you laugh, make you cry, right? You, you might be big and you want to hit these little guys, but they're quick. But they do have they're one big guy quick. in there named Danny Shelton who's about goes about 340. <laughs> yeah, and. Yep. and you know what? He's a monster but watching Philadelphia, it almost—I know those guys are talented, but it also looked like they were just confused on who to block. These guys were coming from all different places. And that's places. the difference. That's the difference. Yeah, you can line them up, but can you catch them? <laughs> you big, but can you catch that little guy? Right. Yeah, and they know exactly where they're going to be. Yeah, and they've yeah, got. Yeah. And as Jason said in his press conference today, they've got every gap covered. Mm-hmm. It's confusing to the offense, but once but that they ball know is what they're snapped, doing, every you know? gap. Is and covered. that's the other thing that they do is just like back in the day when Bill Belichick had Everson Walls, and then he made sure that he had Everson Walls when he became a head coach with the Cleveland Browns. They've got guys that are smart mm-hmm. who, who, and and that's how they they think like Belichick. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Now let's yeah. not go too far. Hey, man, come on. I'm a Belichick guy. Not this week now. Not this week. Not this week. All right. Well, the break guys are waiting out there to come in here. So we can take take their minutes, too. (laughs) I guess we're done with this edition of Talking Cowboys. There's going to be more talk time for you tomorrow, Everson. I'm I'm not going to be in here. So it'll be Rob, Mickey, and Everson tomorrow on Talking Cowboys. I've got TV responsibilities tomorrow. Every Thursday, we can't have Mickey. We might have Lindsay in. Oh, okay. Maybe Lindsay, too. I don't want Mick taking over. All right. All right. Uh, The break is next, and and some of us will talk at you tomorrow on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?